Welcome to the Splash Assess Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. Now, before we recap today's show, there are two things Jeff Lewis related that we need to discuss. The first one is, okay, so here at Splash Assess, we made Jameson and Frank's couple name Frankison, obviously. It's Frankenstein's brother, the gay brother, if we want to keep the pride celebration going. But then I was thinking, has anyone ever decided on Jeff Lewis and Chef Stew's couple name? Like maybe because it's so on and off, no one, I don't know, but I just feel like there's a few good options. So Chef Stew and Jeff, that equals Chef Jeff. Chef, chef. Um, okay, even better though. <laughs> Let's drop the chef part. Just Jeff and Stew. That equals Jew. <laughs> and guys, this is not a religious thing. Okay, before you clip that and cancel me for the rest of life, we love everybody here. But this is a Ju thing. Okay, Ju Chef Jew. J- <laughs> Okay, the second thing is that I know Jeff loves getting compliments. Now, if you had asked me what I thought about giving out fake compliments before Sunday, I would have said lame as fuck. Like, it's lame as fuck. Say what you mean and be mean when you say it, or whatever that saying means. But again, this was all before Sunday. Then on Sunday, I had to stop at the liquor store to get a bottle of wine to bring somewhere. And there was a guy, I would guess in his late 60s, working the register, might have been the owner. He kind of had those boss bitch vibes, but (laughs) he asked for my ID, which happens to me like 30% of the time, I'd say. But unlike Jeff, I am not one of those people that's like, oh my God, I love you. Think I'm young enough. Please card me even more. Like, No, it's actually just an inconvenience for me to have to dig around in my black hole of a wallet. Uh, No. So anyways, I give him my ID and he goes, wow, I thought that this would say 2001, not 1991 for my birth year. What? I looked up at him, no makeup on, full naked mole rat status. And my license picture is actually cute because I can basically catfish myself with some good eyebrow dye and mascara. I know the tricks by now, you'd hope. But I looked up at him with just like such pure glee, like just joy in my eye. And I just decided in that moment... I don't give a shit if he's lying or not. Like he just gave me back a fucking decade of my life. (laughs) He gave me a decade. What a spring that put in my youthful step when I left there. Oh my, I was like, get me some rollerblades and a packet of big league chew. Cause it's back to the youth for me. 
But again, even if he was lying, like the fact that it was a decade, like go hard with your fake compliments too. Don't take it easy. Just be like, you are the most gorgeous person I've ever seen in the world. Even if you're talking to Frankenstein and Frankasin's evil sister, Franka, Frankinella, Frankinella. Okay, too far. I get it. But I'm just saying I highly suggest dishing out as many fake compliments as you'd like because it's real enough to the person receiving them and it is a great way to get people to like you. Now, moving on to people I don't just like but fucking love... The Atlanta Housewives. Again, no real spoilers over here ever, but on last night's RHOA episode, oh my God. (laughs) Sheree Whitfield does this thing. (laughs) I'm laughing extra hard because I do it too. When she's excited, you know how people have an excited voice and it usually goes up 20,000 octaves and all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's been so long since and you're just like, oh, can somebody turn down the volume on that pack of chihuahuas over there? Chihuahuas. Um, so Sheree and I, we will do the opposite and our voice drops some octaves, but she... <laughs> okay, so she's out to dinner and a friend walks in and she goes, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, you look amazing. Like she... <laughs> She turns into full Princess Fiona ogre vibes, like full ogre. And it's just like, wait a minute, you're a minute. Like, just <laughs> like everyone else is like, oh my God, you're so fucking pretty. And she's like, you look so fucking cute. <laughs> I love you, Sheree. So then on the opposite end of the spectrum, instead of loving somebody's outfit, we had Marlo shading Kenya's outfit. No, okay, the level of shade reaches such hilarious heights on RHOA. Like, even earlier in the episode, when Sheree was hosting that dinner, there was a bunch of former Real Housewives there, and I was thinking, this could be the whole show. Like, everyone on that cast is so entertaining, I forgot who the current Housewives even were. Like, I was just so wrapped up in Lisa Wu, Lisa Wu almost smashing everyone's glass when they toast in the middle, and... (laughs) Sheree's like, why do you got to toast so hard? Why you got to toast so hard, man? I loved it. Okay, the long hauler splashes sassers. You know that I've talked about this before, but I think American culture is skipping over a huge issue for the past hundreds of years, honestly, and it's time that we address it. And now we said it. And now we said it. Okay, yeah, we need to redo the cheers. Because there is always, talk about ogres, there's also a Lisa Wu in every group that has a Shrek arm. <laughs> and they smack their glass in the middle of the cheers like an ogre. And let me repeat, it is a glass. Like, why would our tradition when we cheers ever to be hit all of our glasses together? It is a recipe for disaster. And also, can we drop the fucking eye contact or seven years of bad sex, whatever? Like, there's always one person ready to chip glass into my margarita. Then there's another person screaming at me to stare at them instead of staring at my margarita to make sure that nobody gets glass shards in my fucking salt rim. Like, it just turns into a nuisance. Cheering has turned from a fun ye old tradition into being a fucking nuisance. 
So congratulations, guys. We found a way to ruin something else. No, it can all be repaired, though. Again, it's just time that society has honest conversations about shit like this so we can all brainstorm better ways to cheers. In my previous rant, I believe I suggested raising a glass and touching it to your nose. But now I think, keep it even more simple. Keep it simple. Like, I think it'd be kind of badass if everyone in unison said cheers, raised their own glass in their own personal space bubble, and then tapped it to the table and took a sip, you know? Like, if I saw a group out at dinner doing that, I'd be like, scooch the fuck over, Sally. I think I found my crew. Versus the table next door creating a mini volcano of foam as they smash their pint glasses together and the foams bubble over and always end up in someone's eye. And I'm just saying the American Cheers is really just a hazard at this point. Okay, but the whole point of that shade that the RHOA cast throws is... So Kenya's wearing this bright red dress that looks like one of those old school popcorn shirts mixed with like a poofy 80s prom dress. And Marlo, (laughs) Marlo in her interview says, you know, the Wizard of Oz, when the house lands on the witch and the ruby slippers all crumble up, that's what Kenya looks like. Those damn slippers. And I... You're not bringing the evil witch from the Wizard of Oz into this, but yeah, we fucking are. So (laughs) there's no place like home and there is no show like Jeff Lewis's. So let's get into the July 10th episode. We had Fortune Feimster. We had Zach Noe Towers. And we had Shane Douglas. Now, if there is ever, ever the slightest chance that Fortune is listening fucking love you. Um, please know that my absolute dream job for you is to host the American Great British Bake Off. The show is always hosted by comedians and the British version is on Netflix. It's amazing. Then Roku did an American version with the same set, same judges, just American comedians for the host. Oh my God, it was an absolute train wreck. So sorry to Ellie Kemper and Zach Cherry, but it was a no for me, dog. What would make it a yes is having Fortune Feimster and either Chris Frangiola or Brian Simpson or Amy Quinley. I'll fucking do it. Host alongside her because like you have to be funny, but also just chill. You know, like you got to vibe with the people and Ellie Kemper came in literally with 20,000 pounds of makeup on in a Met Gala outfit. And it was like, ma'am, wrong vibe. It was just the wrong vibe. And fortune is the right one. Also autocorrect changed Chris Frangiola's name to Chris Granola. <laughs> Gave me a good chuckle. All right. So world-renowned comedian Fortune Feimster has world's profound comedian dropping the wisdom in his sets. It sounds like that's (laughs) Zach Noe Towers opening for her. Um, So yeah, Zach talks about really like intellectual high-end societal issues in his set. No, I'm joking. It's a lot of dick jokes, I guess. So Jeff asked why Fortune would choose Zach as the opener. Fortune's like, well, the most important quality is they need to be a good hang. So Zach fits the bill. And Jeff's like, oh, so he picks up your Starbucks and rubs your feet. And 
<laughs> because having assistance with no boundaries is Jeff's idea of a good hang. Like, I love how he's like, oh, a good hang? You mean like when you pay your friends to come over and bring you all the things you need and tell you how amazing you are? Um, no, Jeff, that's just what you do with your assistance. So Zach does a 20-minute set to open for Fortune, and Jeff asks if he has his heart on out after 20 minutes. It was either that or if it's a hard out. I, same thing. So they keep saying how dirty Zach Noe Towers is. And if you tuned in at the wrong time, because they kept saying he's so dirty, he dirty, dirty. And they did not mean that he needs a shower. It's more his mind that needs a shower because that's where it's the dirtiest. Okay, does anybody else now feel like they don't know the real Zach Noe Towers? Like, how dirty are we talking? Apparently, he whips out the prudest version of himself for us JLL listeners. Like, who are you, Zach? Who are you? <laughs> um, Honestly, though, Fortune brought out the dirty talk more than anybody after that conversation. Like, she was the one left and right swinging and swanging her shit. So Fortune mentioned some upcoming shows she has in Australia and New Zealand. And of course, <laughs> as all um, serious XM hosts like to do, she tossed in a little shade and says that <laughs> serious XM doesn't work over there or something. I don't know. But unlike Jeff Lewis, I can see my analytics and there are definitely splash assassins listening from Australia and New Zealand. So fucking shout out to you and all the platforms that you can stream on. Now, Fortune's hair. So Jeff wanted an update because she crashed the studio last time that Chaz Dean was there. And Chaz told her that she's using way too much heat, as in, put down the blow dryer. Jeff's like, just use the lower heat. Um, what the fuck? No one wants to use low heat. Like, the point of a blow dryer is to make your hair go from wet to dry in the fastest time possible. You guys... Okay, a blow dryer is the opposite of a blow job. A blow job where you want to make his pube hair go from dry to wet as fast as possible. <laughs> Zach Noe Towers told me to say that. Okay, um, but if we wanted to use low heat and wait four hours for our fucking hair to dry, like we would just sit on the couch with towels wrapped around our heads. It's it's high heat or bust. It's high heat or nothing. High heat or jump off a fucking bridge. So we get into some owl talk. We learn ducks are afraid of owls. Cool. Um, owls are mean. Fortune says that owls kill little dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. It's, I, I don't know why, but like the scene in the proposal just flashed into my mind where like an eagle swoops down and picks up that dog. And it looks like my dog growing up. It was a little white Bichon and we called it a bitch on because it was fucking little bitch on the daily. And I always wanted, I wanted <laughs> an eagle, an owl, any large predator to come and sweep him up. <laughs> <laughs> but he lasted a while. So rest in peace to my childhood dog. And also, you guys, did you know that beavers kill dogs too? Beavers? Because when I was in Montana, my friends went camping and one of them brought his dog and the dog started chasing these beavers that were building a dam. And apparently beavers are wicked aggressive and mean. And so the dog was like a lab and it jumped in like, oh my gosh, new friends to play with. I'll bring you some sticks and help build this. 
and the beavers got the raw. They didn't, they didn't want the fucking help. And they grabbed him by the collar and dragged him underwater. And the owner heard it. The do- And they all ran over and tried to save the dog, but they couldn't. So Jeff, maybe you should fill your house with beavers. Maybe they'll eat the owls too. And to fill your house with beavers, just invite all the girlies over in your life. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll scare off the owls plenty. I'm sure we, we girls work better scaring off things than any any animal or fake statue you could get. If we want to be scary, we will find a way. Now, Jeff overdosed on testosterone. Just it was just on testosterone. Even though from ten seconds ago it sounded like I was just overdosing on testosterone. Uh, but Jeff is getting 700 to 1,000 stem cells put into his head. Uh, Los Angeles is scary for plenty of reasons, but mainly because people there almost think it's normal to try so hard to look young that you overdose on testosterone and stick a thousand stem cells in their head. Like what the fuck? No, just do what I do and drink margaritas, eat a lot of broccoli, go for walks every now and then. And your local liquor store owner will think that you're a decade younger. It's great. So speaking of testosterone, Frankison is in full swing and Jameson and Frank are basically getting married. Like well, I, I'm telling you, I knew that they were going to be the successful couple because we all made fun of how fucking turtleish the relationship started. But it's always the people that date like turtles instead of fuck like jackrabbits that make the long haul. Wow, that was a great off the whim analogy okay so um yeah jameson stared at frank while he slept you guys jeff asked for horror movie recommendations later in the show um you could always just watch the footage from frankison's sleepovers what the that sounds terrifying to me now jeff had a regression with Stu. talk about terrifying situations with men i don't want to be i don't want to be stared at and i don't want to be flipped out on either it was not a great day for chef jew for (laughs) chef ju am i gonna get in trouble for that you guys it's Stu. it's Stu and jeff it's it's just jew or it can be steph but no that's my i don't like no it's jew um so they went to a restaurant called slab i'm sure it's great but the name It reminds me of slob, like go be a slob at slab. And it sounds like that's actually exactly what you do because it's a barbecue place and you're just sucking down ribs and this barbecue sauce is flying everywhere. But Jeff whips out a fucking Matilda reference that made my life such an iconic movie. Oh my God. And Jeff felt just like Bruce, Bruce, who's forced to eat an entire chocolate cake after he's caught stealing a bite. Okay, Jeff, I totally agree. That is the perfect reference for when you have overeaten. On the other hand, when I'm absolutely starving and there's no chance of food in sight, I turn into one of the puppies from 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> that's only concerned about how hungry he is like all he says the entire movie is but mother i'm hungry but mother i'm hungry and the mom dog's like well 
Would you rather turn into Cruella DeVille's next Met Gala outfit or stay hungry and alive? And that little puppy's like, um, well, Cruella, feed me first because, mother, I'm I'm just very, really hungry. I think that's how the story went. So Fortune says the younger generation sucks and they just give up and quit at everything. (laughs) Look, I am not defending Naya, but I will defend the intergenerational talk when the elders hate on the youth. Like, I have so many thoughts on it that I really can't even get into it because I spent too much time earlier talking about clinking our glasses together and cheersing. But Fortune, we shall return to this convo eventually. But just a preview into it, because on JLL, much to my horror, they just keep talking about horror movies. Like, isn't anybody else's mind scary enough? Zach with Noe Towers, his mind is dirty. Mine's just fucking scary. Like, even Tim Burton would ask for a safe word before climbing inside. And I obviously wouldn't fucking give him one. Welcome to my world, bitch. Sorry, that was wicked aggressive. Again, I think I might have, I might need stem cells too in my head. It sounds like I overdose on testosterone too. Okay, now fortune, fortune. For people who like to hate on the younger generations and say they just get lazier and don't want to do anything unless they're treated like gold. Now, did you guys relate to your own generation at all? Like, Do you understand maybe the younger generation didn't just wake up one day and think, hey, what if we all just didn't give a shit and stayed home and just watched TikTok all day? Like everything in life is connected and our generations move as a consensus of the time. Like think of it like each generation is a school of fish and the fish are swimming in the pack. And sure, there are some outliers, but they mainly move together towards P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia, where there's a splash of sass sitting there listening in the dentist's office since they don't get Sirius XM, but they do get my channel. Okay, I'm just saying, this is just a preview, but please do not think for one second, if you weren't part of Generation Z, you would not be exactly like them. And could they have added a lay into that generation's title? Sure, sure, Generation Lay Z. But again, it's because your generation was a little lazy and mine was a little more lazy and the ones after will be even more lazy. Like, it's a cycle of the universe. So leave them alone, you generational bullies. Just kidding. I know that word. That generation hates that word. I know, right? Right? Okay. We need like a generation game show. There needs to be a, a game show of the generations. That's what it can be called. Game show for the generations. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, no, I'm claiming that idea. If I see that show on goddamn TV, I'm using this episode to sue. I am pitching that. I'm pitching that. That's my... <laughs> okay, you guys get it. Um, that No, genius, genius. Th- this is why we have a podcast. Because if I didn't and I just... Sure, is every episode a home run? I mean, in my mother's eyes, it is. But this is why. Because genius exists when you keep on producing and creating and boom. All right. So that there we go. Boom. Oh, my God. All right. I just got so excited. Oh, my God. Okay. So uh, Fortune has never met Carney Wilson, even though she'd be so excited to. And Carney's going to be 
on JLL on Friday. So it's like, um, Fortune, why don't you just crash the studio that day? Since we just learned of your privileges, as in Fortune's one of three people who's allowed to crash the studio at any time after Naya's two-second scandal of 2023. <laughs> okay, so Zach had, again, one of our favorite word fumbles. And just know, again, Zach, I do this shit all the time, but yours was more hilarious. And he went to say Facebook Marketplace, but instead... <laughs> Instead, he said fart book, fart book, fart place market book. I don't know, fart book. Um, Why didn't we call it fart book? Honestly, that's so genius. Especially once the old farts of the judgy generation took it over. It would have been perfect. So everybody get on your fart book and tell more people about Splash of Sass, please. Because <laughs> we have some fucking fun over here. All right. We will be back tomorrow with some more fun. In the meantime, again, tell people, like, subscribe, all that shit. Know how much I fucking love you. I don't care if you're an old fart book. I don't care if you hate Generation Z. I don't care if you are Generation Z. I don't care if you're a fucking alien. I just love, I love you. Okay. Thanks. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Splash. Splash, 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 you say.